Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What is this? This is the best day of your life. From now on, everything that changes. <laughs> if you don't mind. I would begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. VIG. I think this is a breakthrough. No, it's not a breakthrough. I think it's a breakthrough. It's not a breakthrough. I'm pretty sure it's a breakthrough. I'm going to write down breakthrough. You're writing down breakthrough. It's just a waste of everybody's time. Break. That old pad. You might as well throw it. It does nothing, that pad. Breakthrough. Anything else on your mind? I'm cold. Switch up, and then, well, no, I'm cold. All right, bend over. Okay, then, no, ah, I'm slipping, and then bad things. Columns could crumble, the moon could explode, a banshee could scream in the very face of time, and I will not stop watching this vagina. And now, whatever this is, you shouldn't be doing it with the door open. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Tuesday morning, the 20th of August. I've not confirmed this, but I have just seen online that it is National Radio Day. Is that possible? Of course. Don't know. Is yes. today National Radio yes. Day? Let's oh. ruin it. I feel like I am underprepared for the holiday. I mean, it's not a holiday. Well. As much as it's just yeah. National Radio Day. Right. But, I mean, what is a holiday but a day that is that is I mean, marked for Labor special day, celebration? Say. Okay. I mean... You're, you're, I'm just saying words, it's not a holiday. I'm just saying it's, there's there's 10 different days every day. I've decorated my national radio day Good. tree. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's on me then. Little microphones and so headphones. So in, in your, uh, in your uh, totalitarian world, Kevin, it's only a holiday if the government says it's a holiday. Oh, you only snap. recognize the man's holiday, not the people's holiday. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> must be nice to be a sheep. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. Um, how is everybody today? Very we, natural. We are good. Nice question. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Us. I'm uh, I'm working on my uh, my AI technology to see if I can mm. be replaced by a computer. <laughs> I think so far it is going well. Dude, it's it, National Radio Day. We got to step it up. What do you What do you normally celebrate National Radio Day with? Being is there certain people you listen to old tapes? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I reflect. Mm -hmm. I reflect on the medium. I I have uh, uh, <laughs> the medium. <laughs> It's a, it's a medium. Kevin. I know. I have uh, Ruben tell me stories about before radio. Right. You know, and what a big deal it must have been. Mm -hmm. Like you said yesterday, you know, he interned with Marconi. Yeah, you know, he saw he was there yeah. for the birth. <laughs> he, he was there. He saw saw it come into play. So, yeah, I'll um, I'll make it a day. Sure, I will. I would have picked a different T-shirt if I had known it was National Radio Day. A lot Again, of good radio I'm not positive your T-shirt matters today. Well, nothing matters to you, man. Well, I'm saying no one is even going to see your T-shirt. Zero people. Actually, that's true. Okay. That is true. When was the last time um, you guys wore a tuxedo? Oh, oh gosh, never. 
Um, it's been quite some time. Did you wear one for your wedding, Jensen? No, it was more of like a suit. It was. Mm-hmm. It, it had tuxedo elements, but it was a suit. Just a fancy suit. Mm-hmm. Kevin? I don't know. I, I was thinking four or five years at least. Four or five? At least. Oh, I would have seems... thought like 20. Oh, yeah, that's that, very possible. Four yeah. or five years ago seems not that long ago. Yeah. All right. Did you serve hors d'oeuvres somewhere? 40, 40 or 50 years ago. <laughs> what, would you, what would you have worn a tuxedo for? An event that requires tuxedos? Like a, like a black tie? Like I don't know, dude. I don't remember it specifically. It just seems like you know, a long time. I think I wore it for a friend's wedding. That, and that Your was friends a dick. Yeah, that you were in. I yeah, know. Yes, oh, yes, oh, yeah. Okay. I was in it probably about ten years ago. Right. I don't. Why think... do you ask? Well, there's a two tuxedo stories in the news today, and I was just thinking, man, that's a word I haven't even. I haven't. Even, I haven't even thought about the fact that a tuxedo exists in forever. One is a wedding in New York between Aaron and Michelle Benitez, who found a way to include their cat Prince Michael in the ceremony. Prince Michael was a groomsman. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing a tuxedo. The furriest member of the family wearing a little tuxedo there. He's been a huge part of our lives ever since we started dating. Uh, even as a kitten, Michael would ride the subway with me to go to Central Park or the beach or wherever. Our first Valentine's Day, we brought him along for the day. We've made it a tradition to include him in events ever since. That's oh. a sad little couple right there. <laughs> Jeez. They look very sweet and very I'm happy, sure they and they do. love normally, their cat. Normally, you have to be alone to say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> the sight of seeing the cat all dressed up in a tuxedo was something new for the couple's wedding photographers, who had both never seen anything quite like a cat as a groomsman. These are people, but they're cats, and this is kind of blowing my mind. A wedding guest said it was no surprise to see Prince Michael as Aaron's groomsman on a wedding day. He is calm and loyal, just the kind of man you want standing next to you on the biggest day of your life. He knows how to have fun. Not to be picky, but not a man. No. Okay. He uh, he knows how to have fun. He kept the party going on the dance floor. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I got to be honest. It. He's bringing me around. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a party animal. <laughs> I just, you know how I feel about dressing up animals. I'm very much against it. I think animals are perfect the way they are without wearing little hats and little suits yes, and, and little vests. And they're miserable, so stop it. I, I would right? think, I mean, I, there's some animals who seem to not care, but in general, I feel like they'd rather not right. be dressed up. Okay, so that's uh, thing one. So uh, happy happy for Prince Prince Michael getting ready to be yeah, part of it. Directing cats is like directing a group of world-class athletes. So that's a cat in a tuxedo who is celebrated and photographed. An Alabama high school student who wore a tuxedo for her senior portrait instead of the traditional black drape for girls received her yearbook only to discover that her photo was not printed in the yearbook. Oh, ouch. Her name is Holly Geralds. She graduated this year from Springfield High School in Birmingham, Alabama, and she said she just wanted to be herself in her senior portrait, so asked the photographer if she could wear a tuxedo instead. It's what I'm more comfortable with. If I were to wear a drape, it just doesn't feel like me. Um, She is a member of the LGBT community, as you might guess, and she said it would have been humiliating to have to wear the outfit that they asked her to, and she just wanted to be herself, and then wasn't printed in the yearbook. Now, is this discrimination because of her sexuality, or is this just the school saying, like a school uniform, everybody has to wear the black velvet drape, that's the only way to get your photo taken? I'm confused as to what a black velvet drape is. 
It's a uh, it's it's described as a V-neck black velvet velvet drape, which I think they just put on everybody to kind of cover whatever it is they're wearing, so that they all look the same in the class photos. Oh, I see. That sounds uh, real uh, gross to wear just like a huge drape anyway. But I don't understand. So. The other people wore whatever they wanted underneath, but wore the drape over it. She That's decided right. to just not wear the drape and have a tuxedo. Have a tuxedo, right. So she stepped out of, out of line, right. Well, then she shouldn't have Yeah, done I guess that it might be a little different. I thought yeah. you were saying that she was discriminated against because she didn't wear basically a dress, in other words. Yeah, that doesn't seem to be hmm. the case here. Um, superintendent of the school said that senior portraits are taken in accordance with longstanding ghoul, uh, school, <laughs> ghoul. school <laughs> guidelines. Ghoulish. But that the district is reevaluating those guidelines to consider what changes, if any, need to be made. I mean, I guess I can understand not wanting everybody to just. Well, maybe I can't understand. I can. I can Let's see the argument. Out. I can see the argument for not wanting anyone to wear whatever they want because you don't want people to show up with stuff that's going to be, you know. Somebody shows up with a Satan T-shirt or it's something like that. Good question, Bean. Let's definitely work it out on the air. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to think through the news here. <laughs> and yeah, what if someone wore a Satan shirt? Yes, <laughs> and, we, and we've seen people who have caused controversy with wearing political material. Well, on then their that shirts. would be different. This is a tuxedo, but it sounds like it's like a long-standing tradition mm-hmm. to wear something over what you're wearing, not what you're wearing. And she decided to not wear it. The, the kind of like accoutrement or whatever. So if I'm reading you correctly, you hate the gay and lesbian community. <laughs> no, no, do not put that on me. Uh, no, I think it sounds more like a technicality. Yeah, if it's a rule by the school and everyone has to do it and it doesn't really... It also sounds stupid. It, of course, yeah. but it doesn't really say anything about your sexuality or anything else. It's just mm-hmm. a thing that everyone else does. Yeah. All right. Where so this, like I feel cult. like you sort of yeah. should then. Yeah, like right. a cult. Yeah. Exactly. So our takeaway then is tuxedos for cats, yes. Nope. Tuxedos mm-hmm. for girls, no. That's not what we nope. said. That's what Jensen said. No, you that's not what I at said. All. I just I was, said... I, this is I, a I terrible start to National Radio Day. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> We have to start doing things that just make us look like we've got our act together okay. here because we're all looking just really, really, really sloppy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like the new segment, Bean Works Through the News on the Air. <laughs> <laughs> also, we really didn't come up with much on the way out. Like, we just talked about it. And we're like, yeah, I guess that's a story. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? You have syphilis, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> We are killing it. Jillian Bell will join us. Yeah, yeah she's studio. delightful. She's agreed. She won a marathon. You want to know what's not delightful? What? Yeah. Sex in a porta potty. Oh man. <sighs> That's not delightful. I don't. <laughs> I don't think we need to. We found out uh, yesterday, uh, Kevin, that somebody on this show has made out in a porta potty. Oh man, yeah. mm-hmm. that is oh yeah. right. Someone's Underwear. Got some explaining to do. Underwear. What's up? Great, great question. Thank you. <laughs> you uh, should be the king of that segment. Our favorite actors who sing. Mm-hmm. We've all come up with a list mm-hmm. of the people who are actors, but then believe that they can sing, so they go on to try and make some music. Because it's easy to make fun of the bad ones. Yes. There are a few good ones. Yes. Yes, there's some who've made tr- had tremendous successful careers mm-hmm. being singers. And uh, women with armpit hair. So today's a big day. It's, <laughs> we're really celebrating the National Radio Day. Hiya, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break and come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Hey, Allie. Hi, Bean. It's National Radio Day, so make it good. Why Shouldn't s- apply to you. Why start now? 
I mean, well, we got to get warmed up for when we go live at six. Got oh, right, it. Okay. Got it. Uh, you guys know that some people are really afraid of clowns. Yes. Uh, Bean just posted a clown in his opening tweet. I'm sure people will not be pleased with that. However, Renee Jensen of Harrington Park, yes. New Jersey, she got home Saturday afternoon to find a stuffed animal that looked like Pennywise the clown from, of course, Stephen King's It. So she did what any of us would do. She called police. <laughs> <laughs> police came over. They found no evidence of anything suspicious on her property. So then she did what any of us would do. Demand the police take it with them. The police what? said, yeah, no, lady, we're not taking the clown with us. So then she did something any of us would do. She burned it. What? And this uh, was what, a, stu- a stuffed animal? A yeah, stuffed a clown stuffed animal. animal. I'm just, a daddy cat. Why not just put it in the trash? Well, no, because it can come out of the trash right? and get you. Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. So it's now burned. Um, and then just to follow it up, she slept uh, with a knife that night, <laughs> just in case. Wow. Renee Jensen of Harrington Park, New Jersey. Calm your teeth. That's a level of fear you don't see very often. My goodness. You know what, though? It would be cool if you were one of her neighbors and right? just started dressing like a clown. Just walk by just, her window. Yeah, walk by her window. Unbelievable. <laughs> or just be in your window. Never, like... Never, yeah. Yeah, just stare at her. looking at yes. her. And then when yeah. she walks out, you just move your head. Oh, that would be so fun. Or a good one also would be to make, like, it's middle of the night, make mm-hmm. a bunch of racket. She looks out her back window, and you're dressed as a full clown just digging in your backyard. Oh, <laughs> oh man. But a part Jackson. of you is, like, burned. Yeah. You would totally do that if you lived next door to Renee, oh, wouldn't you? There's not a question. <laughs> I, there's not literally not so a great. question that I would do a hundred different things. That Like, she would, she would have, like, a red nose on her doorknob one morning. I would do everything. Each just day, a fresh chance. A different, a different <laughs> clown setup at her place. I, I know we've talked about it before, but it must be incredibly difficult to be a clown right now because of it, because of the picture I posted is from the new uh, Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Good just God. there's nothing but terrifying clown images in pop culture right Unless now. Unless you're Clownvis, who brings clown joy to everyone, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, Clownvis is the exception, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, Clownvis for acoustic, right? Agreed. Yes, that's Please. for sure. Okay. Just making sure we're on the same page. Hey, Billie Eilish, way to dethrone that uh, that guy from Old Town Road, Lil Nas X. She halted the 19-week domination of that dude's song, Old Town Road, because bad guy is now number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Yay! Excellent. Mm-hmm. By the way, she spent nine weeks in the runner-up spot, which is the most for any title before reaching number one. So she she did something cool, too. Second place for, Hell yeah. so, for so long, right? <laughs> By the way, uh, since she's 17, she is now the first person born in this century to have a number one oh, single. No. Here we go. <laughs> she's also, she would have been number one this whole time if it wasn't for this wild one-off. Yes, absolutely. Well, a lot of people, Taylor Swift, I mean, he, yeah. he basically kept a lot of Ariana people out Grande, of everybody yeah, else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she's also the youngest artist to hit number one since Lord, who was 16, when Royals hit number one. So, young ladies killing it is what good, I'm saying. Good for her. Billy and, rules. And young dudes. I mean, he, 19 weeks, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lil Nas X was at number one with Old Town Road. Just, is that a song we will hear in a year and enjoy? Do you uh, think? 
Old Town Road? Yeah. Probably not enjoy. It's been so. played out of, you know, control. But I think it it will hold. You think it holds up? I think it holds. But when we look back 10 years and we go, that was the number one song of I all time? Know. That hook melody is pretty great. Yeah. But it's also like a minute and 40 seconds or something. It's like a very, very, very short song. So I think it's a bit of a gimmick, but I still like it. Do you okay. see that on the Kevin Bean party machine uh, in 2030 then? Yes. Okay. I do. It holds. <laughs> And it'll be better when we stop, you know, radio stops playing it every five seconds. That will help, yeah. yeah. Thank so, you. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we keep in the name Kevin and Bean once you're gone? Well, I, I mean, I didn't Only know what for the I party mean, be machine. specific, Bean. Only be for specific. the party machine. I didn't know what you guys were going to call the show. So. Yeah, we're still calling Kevin and Bean. Yeah. <laughs> All right, some birthdays for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amy Adams, Robert Plant, Al Roker. I pooped my pants. Oh, sorry to hear that. Andrew Garfield, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. And a man that, well, quite frankly, we led the charge, and you're welcome, weenie roasters. <laughs> Mr. Fred Durst. Last I heard, Kevin and Bean hated Limp Biscuit. Uh, we don't. We love you, and happy birthday, sir. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Our friend Billie Eilish, who has the number one song in America, as Ali just revealed, is also the subject of the new limited edition K-Rock Billie Eilish sticker, which you can get at any SoCal Hot Topic location. Just upload a selfie of you with your sticker at krock.com for your chance to win an intimate show with Miss Eilish for you and 20 friends. Plus, oh, let's just uh, not forget a brand new car as well. It's a 2019 Honda Fit, so you can get the sticker at any uh, hot Topic location and Beer Mug tomorrow. You're going to be in uh, Irvine from 1 till 3, giving away lots of K-Rock prizes and dealing out the stickers as well. So, good times, you guys. Get on it. Let's talk about armpit hair, huh? Who's with me? Armpit yeah. hair. Yeah, radio day. Woohoo! Um, Today, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of body uh, talk I know. <laughs> on, on the program today. We, we, we were going to spread it out, but we thought, you know what? Let's just blow it out. Let's just do it all in one day. Let's do underwear talk today. Let's do sex in a porta potty talk today. Let's do armpit hair talk Yeah, today. we were going to spread it out, but now we're just going to blow it out. Baby. Yeah! <laughs> um, before we hear this amazing audio from something called The Blast... Your thoughts, on, <laughs> your thoughts on ladies who decide to go all natural in their armpits. Um, I, I, I am not into it. I'm not down with that either. Yeah, I don't okay. know how to say it in the uh, most uh, sensitive way. way. Yeah, I but I just think it's not. I, it's not. I'm just not into it. Mm-hmm. Allie, uh, it is not for me. Mm-hmm. At all, if it's for you, good for you. Yeah, I don't. I'm not like yeah. I don't think you're a weird. Well, maybe I do. If I, if you it involves you like licking it, that's weird. Well, uh, what just happened? Well, I'm that, saying I was going to was... say if that's your kink or whatever. <laughs> if your kink is underarm hair, I'm not going to shame you for it. But then I thought, oh, if I see you licking it, maybe. But I would. just and I was thinking about this. Um, just like when we had the <laughs> circumcision talk about your son. You know, less than half of the world world's men are circumcised. It's a, it's very much an American thing mm-hmm. to be circumcised. And it's very much an American thing to have shaved pits if you're a lady. In much of the world, it is not uncommon at all. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just the choice that people make. So let's hear what The Blast has to say about it because it's been back in the headlines lately because of model and actress Emily Ratajkowski, who you remember from the Robin Thicke Blurred Lines video. She was also in Gone Girl. And she recently did a photo sh- shoot with the armpit hair. Long hair, don't care. I already love it. <laughs> I'm in. I already love it. Long hair, don't care. Right. 
More and more stars are shaving off social norms and growing armpit hair with Emily Ratajkowski being the latest to sport long locks below the neck. But the model isn't the only woman to stun fans with hairy magazine covers and tangled public photos. Whoa, what? Whoa. <laughs> Hold up. Hairy actual magazine, magazine cover has hair on it? <laughs> the writing in this thing. Stop making my sons horny. Exactly, ma'am. Let us take you down the long road of hairy stars. I mean, she really, she's into it, is really going for the hair puns. Yeah. Emrata revealed the new look and wrote it. A- Wait, hold on. Did she just call her Emrata? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I her think Instagram. Her Instagram. Emrata yeah. revealed the new look and wrote an essay about female empowerment for the September issue of Harper's Bazaar. The Gone Girl star and women's rights activist chops it up to a female's right to choose. She wrote, quote, if I decide to shave my armpits or grow them out, that's up to me. For me, body hair is another opportunity for women to exercise their ability to choose. The model. Now, um, by the way, I agree with her. On I, that. I don't I, think anyone's saying, hey, you should be yeah. forced by law to shave your armpits. No, not She can do it if she wants, but no. also, what? what's the response, you know? So, it sounds to me, Kevin, like when you get the opportunity to have sex with Emily Redekowski, you're going to have to pass. In her case, though. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can get past You can it. deal with it. I can, get past, I can work my way past it's it. big of you. But yeah. here's what I was wondering about, Ali, and I guess I'm kind of directing this to you a little bit. Is this a, one of those many, many things that women have to deal with? With because it's what men like. In other words, women. If it's if you're living on an, if you're living on the Wonder Woman island and it's all chicks, mm-hmm. nobody's shaving their armpit hair, right? Because um, they don't have to. I am because why would I want hair there that can get all musty and gunky and then you put deodorant on and it's like I'm a deodorant ball under here. Gross. That's inaccurate. That is disgusting. (laughs) I'm with her. So you don't think it's like I have to wear all this makeup or I have to dress a certain way or I have to do my hair a certain way just because I need to fit in. I hate to break it to you guys. Mm -hmm. Women wear makeup and cute clothes and all that mostly for other women. For other women to go, oh, that's a really good outfit. Yeah, every now and then a guy says, oh, that looks great. Nine think, times out of ten, you guys don't pay attention yeah. to Jack. You think a dude cares about a smoky eye? Exactly. Very, I've never even noticed no. a smoky eye. You think a guy is like, oh, did she overline her lips? No, <laughs> you guys don't care. I've never it's even looked at shoes. For you. Other than sneakers, I've no. never even looked at I, I'm like, oh, those are no. nice red bottoms. I've never even yeah, thought I, that. I hate to drop that breaking news on y'all, <laughs> but you don't matter. You know what else I don't care about? <laughs> What? Bangs. Don't care. Oh, see? But we'll talk to you about it. <laughs> that's for what I'm saying. Hours. That's all you girls sure will talk will. about. Yeah. Now that's really interesting to me, Ali, because I honestly thought a lot of the what women put themselves through is so that they look attractive to men. And you're saying that's not the case. Oh, how weird. You would think it was all about you guys? I would. <laughs> yes. Huh. Because I feel like you, you don't have to do all of those things. You know what I mean? But, but I feel like I feel I, like they, I, I think manicures and pedicures and stuff are self care. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't. I like. I don't. I don't. S- same with me. It's that's how I feel. Yeah, I don't think that it's just for us. But all right, let's hear some more from Emrata. The model revealed that she usually tends to shave, but Radikowski adds that quote: "Sometimes letting my body hair grow out is what makes me feel sexy." Halsey appeared on the cover of Rolling Stone in June 2019, sporting stubble and airing out her hairy pics. I don't okay. need... Come on now. I, I mean, don't need hairy pics. Come on. Do we need airing out, too? I know. No. Come on. We don't. 
By the way, uh, when I worked in Baltimore in the late 70s, Harry Pitts was my on-air name. So it's also, <laughs> that would be spanking. And also a little bit uh, sensitive. I do just want to get through a little bit of Halsey here before right. we have to take a break. The singer wore minimal makeup, undone curly hair, and a white tank top while showing off her tats and underarms. She's known to be a free spirit and obviously wanted to make a statement in her cover, showing that a woman is free to be naturally beautiful. Surprisingly, her fans didn't think her armpit hair was a nightmare. Okay, here it is, you guys. It's my favorite part. The whole reason I wanted to do this segment. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, her fans didn't think her armpit hair was a nightmare. Get it? Because one of her songs is called Nightmare. And- Boo! You oh go straight I'm to so hell. Mad. I'm so mad. I mean, people make puns like that, and they leave it up to the lister to get it. Yeah. She, you go to hell, you son of a bitch. She beat us over the head with it. Get it? Because, because uh. she has a song called Nightmare. In fact, they actually embraced the look. They tweeted, weird side note, but I appreciate that they didn't edit your underarms and that you have your natural hair. Keep it 100. Another person tweeted, excuse me, the armpit stubble? I'm screaming. Okay, I think we've had, <laughs> think we've had enough. Ladies, do whatever you want. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're in the uh, meeting yesterday after the show, and Muggs, out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. brings up a crazy story from his past that I think we need to delve into a little bit. Muggs. Yeah, I uh, have a high school uh, girlfriend who constantly... Have or had? Had. Okay. Constantly takes pictures and posts them of her and her brother. Okay. Everywhere. On like and an Instagram. On an Instagram, yeah. on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, them at uh, Magic Mountain, uh, them at a Vegas club, them uh, just walking down the street one day. And it's like every single post. And I and I was sitting it's there. It's a brother and sister. It's a brother and, and sister. And this is an adult. Yes, How adult. Your, your uh, age? Yeah, my age. Right. Mid-30s. Mm-hmm. And I was I was thinking I'm like that's I've never seen I've known a lot of brother and sister duos in my time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, yeah. I, I mean and, Dottie he, and Marie come to mind, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. Keep yeah. on bragging. You know, I, right. Uh, but I've never seen somebody post this much of a like a brother and sister duo. And I started, meaning like they're together everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. Is it a, I just want to clarify here, is it just a tight family situation? Like, are there parents involved too? Is it the family getting together or just the brother and sister? Sometimes you'll see the family, but not all the time. So what you're saying is it's off-putting that the brother and sister post pictures on social media that makes them look like a couple. Yeah, because if you didn't know any better... You'd think there were a couple. Oh, you yeah. guys look happy together. I do have, I follow someone on Instagram who does something similar. Muggs did a little quiz with me yesterday. And he's like, brother and sister, boyfriend, girlfriend. And went through the pictures. I'm like, boyfriend, girlfriend. He's like, nope, brother and sister. <laughs> and then one of her and the guy she's dating now. And I'm like, brother. She's like, nope, boyfriend. I was wrong about be all of them. Yeah. 
Okay, but that's a nice tip, though, that she does have a boyfriend. So clearly she has a life outside of hanging out Who with her looks bro. looks a lot like, like her, her brother. brother. Yeah. Oh. But wait, being, she may have a boyfriend, but if the only picture she's posting are the one of her and her brother, that's sort mm-hmm. of weird. Or at least, you know, two to three times as much as the one of her yeah. and her boyfriend. That's, but I can't, you think you, the I boyfriend... Can't... I can't be mad at siblings who remain close, though. I mean, no, if, of you, course. if you're lucky enough to have a but how sibling, close, Bean? Well, I, I, I don't. I feel like you're trying to make this creepy. <laughs> by the way, just because they hang out together, maybe they've always been close since they were little kids, and they're kind of best friends. What's wrong with that? Because when you're a grown adult, you're supposed to have these sort of like side lives. I think, and I think because they're the opposite sex, like I don't think we'd be having this conversation about a guy and a guy posting pictures as brothers, or a girl and a girl as sisters. There's something kind of weird about posting grown adult, like going out to Vegas clubs, doing the things that you're used to seeing couples do, but seeing it as brother and sister. At the beach, in, you know, swimwear. It's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. I don't know. I, I, I don't like You're to worried f- about them? No, but I don't like to, you know, think those those thoughts. I think this is just all in your head, Beer Mug. I really do. No, I kind of get what Beer Mug is saying. I get, I, I get it. I think that you just we 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 use social media and we see a lot of couples and when you start seeing the same of a a man and a woman posting over and over again your brain says that's a couple okay but let me ask you this <clears throat> you said you wouldn't have any problem with bros being bros right yes brothers what what's the difference if there if it's not a sexual relationship and i don't think any of us are suggesting that it is what's the difference between sisters hanging out brothers hanging out and brothers and sisters hanging out they're all siblings who can have equally close relationships well, this is a very good question. Uh, I, 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 like I think it's sexual. Yes. Yeah. I think the one post where they're like, can't wait to watch Flowers in the Attic. And then I was like, that's a lot. <laughs> <It> seems <laughs> odd. Uh, Christine Christine uh, wrote on our, our sort of inside, you know, the, the what's it called? WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. She said, do Mugs and Jensen have best friends who are girls? No. No. No, we don't. No. Oh, interesting. No, we don't. Oh, see, then this is now going to lead into a bigger topic of mm-hmm. can men and women actually be friends? Can brothers and sisters be friends without having sex yeah. is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I guess I'm just saying no, I don't because I'm a grown man who has uh, a wife in this case and I think that we're used to that. Maybe it's more of a uh, tradition in America. I don't know. But for some reason, when you're in your 30s and your your best friend is your sister and you're a dude and you go out to all these things that we're used to seeing with couples, it's odd. And, and It is a little odd. And Christine brought up a point like, well... I'm, that- I'm asking Christine to come in, okay. by the way, because I, I think she's the one who's most... Uh, okay with this compared to the rest of y'all. Okay. Because I, I got to tell you, so far I'm Team Christine. I don't have any problem with this at all. And I don't know why you would even think there's anything nefarious going on just because siblings are f- close friends. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm going to say the opposite of that. All right, Christine, you were in defense of brothers and sisters being best friends. I mean, it didn't even strike me as a 1% odd at all. Oh, no. So Does that mean you? <laughs> You or us. I will say, though, that, you know, listening to Muggs and Kevin and Jensen, who I think now realizing that you guys don't aren't the kind of guys that have best girlfriends, I would say 50% of my friends are guys. And so to me... Right, uh, but if you had a boyfriend... Right. 
And you'd be posting mostly pictures of you and those friends. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, with all of them. Because just because you have a boyfriend. Now you're changing it with all of them. I'm saying one and one. Of course, one and one, for sure. And here's the thing because just because you have a boyfriend or a wife doesn't mean your life stops. No, of course. I've always maintained my friendships. And I don't think that just because your friend is a guy, it's the same argument as guys who are homophobic, who think that just. This seems like a stretch, but. No, I mean, it it is. Because just saying that a guy is attracted to a guy that you can't have a normal human relationship. Right. It's the same with a woman and a man. No, no, I think they can have. I I, I don't think they're having sex. I don't think the brother and sister are having sex. I just think it. it, Nope. Nope, Kevin. No, 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 sorry. It looks. I think it's more about a thing that just, like, it's off putting. It's like, why. Why? But why? Does it, because it seems like you're having a relationship with your brother or sister that is in par, on par with what we're normally used to seeing on social media between a boyfriend and girlfriend. But you also don't have a problem if that was happening with two brothers or two no. sisters. No, because no, it wouldn't. And that's inconsistent, Jensen. I think. Yeah. Well, maybe it I is. I think that's inconsistent. But I don't. I don't think that. You know the thing Jensen's not saying. Much. <laughs> 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 would you? Would you be? Would you be comfortable dating a? This woman, this woman from your high school now, would you be comfortable dating her when she puts up seven pictures of her brother at the beach, but one of you hanging out? Absolutely not. I would have a humongous problem with Can that. Can I, uh, just to clarify, Muggs, only child? Yes. Jensen, only yeah. child? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I rest my case. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. We started talking yesterday. Uh, Ali will refresh our memories on the story that we did about uh, actors turned musicians. So Why do we hate it so much? Do you think? Uh, because because some of them are pretty good. Yeah, some are. I, I think some people hate it because they think, oh, they're just doing it because they are famous, because they have the opportunity to, because somebody's willing to. Oh, get, so they to, haven't had to earn it. Like they a stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thing. yeah. And exactly. there was a bad run of them in the eighties, really. Yeah, more than yeah. Anything. When people like Don Johnson are having hits, yeah. and he cannot sing at all. Right. That's when people start to get bet. But I was thinking the very first number one song on the Billboard Hot One Hundred was by a, an actor turned singer who was maybe a name you've heard of, Ricky Nelson. Ricky sure. Nelson was an actor on a TV show, and they said, hey, this kid's good-looking and popular. Let's have him sing. And it Thank turned out... you, Mr. Know-it-all. Turned out he had a very, very long career with lots of hits. So it does go back quite a ways. Mm-hmm. But we started talking about it yesterday because Kiefer Sutherland, who I guess, Ali, you were not aware was in a band? Yeah, I did the story about how he was forced to cancel three shows because he slipped on his tour bus, injured ribs, having a hard time singing. And I was like, he's in a band? I had no <laughs> idea. And everyone in here was like, well, yeah, he's in a band. Okay. And then it got us talking about singers that are, or actors that are singers in bands that don't stink. Because we, we've named ones that do. For yes, sure. For sure. So now we're talking about ones that actually are really good. May I go first? You mm-hmm. may. I was given this a lot of thought yesterday, mm-hmm. and a couple of names came to mind uh, um, pretty early on. One is a huge K-Rock artist who was a great actor and is now an Oscar winner and also a Grammy winner. That's how good he is at both. Jared Leto and a little band called 30 Seconds to Mars. That is a guy who is not fronting. He legitimately is great at both. Yeah, and he kind of came up into fame through My So-Called Life and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. later kind of picked... I mean, he's always in, into music, but right. later got into a band and then huge success. But he does have a lot more, I think, more 
cred than most actors because he has been doing Thirty Seconds to Mars for so long. He might be he might be the most yeah. kind of successful, really. I mean, way. let's slow down until we all do our. All list. right, okay. <laughs> but I mean, he is a guy that I don't think anybody looks at the band as a as a um um what's the word I'm looking for vanity vanity project. project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. He, he's a guy who goes all right. That guy is just great at both things. So yeah. he's my number three on my list. Okay. okay. Number two on my list, and if you only know her from her performance in Elf, maybe this will surprise you, but Zoe Deschanel has an incredibly successful career in her band called She and Him. I like that. And it's and like they, ukulele playing. Yeah, yeah, and they are great. They are great. She is not, you know, she doesn't have Whitney Houston's voice or anything like that, but she is as a, as a very, very good singer and a very good entertainer, and I would put her at number two on my list of actors turned singers. She I, think, is I think she has a song in Elf, I think. Yes, she does. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It, yeah. it, it, if you only know her from that, you may be surprised to know she also has like eight albums out yeah. with her partner, M. Ward, and she and him would be my number two. And uh, number one is uh, somebody that many of us remember as an actor from back in the day, in the grassy days. But he has become perhaps, arguably, the biggest entertainer in the world. And I'm talking about Drake. That's why I need a one dance. Got a Hennessy in my hand. One more time before I go. I have powers taking a hold on me. I need a one dance. I could never understand what he's saying. Ever. <laughs> ever. I mean, ever. Ever. I need a song. I would say, and tell me if you think I'm wrong here, uh, Jensen, the rap mm-hmm. correspondent, that 90% of Drake's fans don't even know that he was an actor. Yeah, at this point. He, he is so far eclipsed being an actor. Yeah. But there's a guy who had a great deal of musical talent and really turned it into a, a Hall of Fame career. Absolutely. And he so, he wasn't like a, a, a very successful actor. He was on a Degrassi High, you know, kind of on a, on a passing soap opera. But, I mean, his music career is phenomenal. And the fact that he, you know, through physical therapy, worked so hard to get out of that wheelchair and be able to walk well, again. I mean, I just think that's impressive. That just shows how hard he tried. Able to walk. All right, who's next? I will go next. Um, My first band is a band that started when they were in college at UC Santa Cruz. Two friends that realized, I love Prince. You love Prince? Let's make a Prince cover band. It is a band called Princess. And if you don't know, Maya Rudolph is in this band. She sings. She kicks ass. It is a blast. If you get a chance to see them, do it, you She's guys. She's a great singer. Uh, next up on my list, um, for me, arguably, one of the greatest bands of all time. They go by the name Tenacious D. Oh. Whoa. Good pick. Come on, man. Good Jack pick. Black. Now, Jack obviously was an actor for a long mm-hmm. time. Was Kyle an actor, too? Kyle guessed was... it. It was like a, a, a rock comedy duo is what mm-hmm. they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but they I mean, did that, comedy. That, that was kind of how he started as... He started both at the same time, acting and singing, right? Jack Black was Jack acting Black was more long established. before. Yeah, right. more established. Gotcha. Yeah, and hard to hard to beat the D. And mm-hmm. finally, a band that I think a lot of K Rock people wow. <laughs> hard to okay, beat the D. sorry. <laughs> just, just I just mean, like that one go that. by. Wow. I mean okay. the D is great. I love the D. I, I understand and we'll need you to just clip those right now. Um this band I absolutely adore and then was like, wait, that's him? He's doing this? This is a man that you might recognize from, oh, like every Wes Anderson movie, Jason Schwartzman, who ah. I adore on so many levels just as an actor. And then when he comes in here, he couldn't be kinder and funnier and wittier. Um, he was also, by the way, the original drummer of Phantom Planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's crazy to mm-hmm. me. But this is his band called Coconut Records. And to this day, I still love this album. From 2007, Night Timing, it is Coconut Records with a little song called West Coast. I wish you would put yourself in my suitcase. Great song. Let's just play the whole thing. What a great song. I love it so much. Also a big fan of, uh, what do they have, two or three albums out? I I love them all. (laughs) By the way, I'm very very impressed with these that we're not having to dip into like Russell Crowe's band. There's two of us to go, Bean. Okay, Uh, all right. All right, I'm going with my number three uh, singer, actor, but you know him as an actor, Jeff Bridges, uh, who was in the movie Crazy Heart in 2009 where he played this country music singer uh, and everyone was like, oh, you have an incredible voice. Since then, he's uh, put out albums with T-Bone Burnett. Uh, He's just very good. He's on Blue Note Records, which is like one of the most storied record labels in the world. Jeff Bridges, very good singer. Okay. Uh, My number two, I I have to put her on the list, Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. Who's went on to create some incredible pop songs as well as her stuff with Flaming Lips. I think at this point in 2019, if you're still hating on Miley Cyrus, you don't really know what she's done recently. And my number one, Donald Glover. Oh. Childish Gambino. Obviously. Very easy pick. Rose to fame through community, done a ton of different things, but rapping, singing has He's become freaking his... Lando Calrissian, you guys. Even that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's weird. He is really balancing major stardom in both at the same time, which is uh, not easy to do. Donald Glover, my number one. All right. Number one. You guys are all missing the mark. Okay. Okay. Oh. Your guesses are cute. Oh. <laughs> wow. You, you disagree but... with all of them. Uh, my number three is William Shatner. Okay. okay. <laughs> number two is David Hasselhoff. All oh, right. Oh, okay. And oh. number one is Eddie Murphy. Did any of your actors sing about putting stuff in their butts? Uh, I could say no. No, no, but I we have, no one so. picked Jeremy Renner, well, which would have been. <laughs> Tenacious D. Yeah. They okay, have. probably, yeah. In your butt, I say, put up, move. Kevin wiped the floor with us. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. So we're minutes away from Allie telling us how infrequently people change their underwear. No, uh, again, we are just, we're breaking these kind of things over the radio, and it feels odd to me that we just are ruining people's lives. Uh, it's National Radio Day. It's what we do, Jensen. Right, right. Uh, first, though, we played some tape yesterday from a guy who went viral with his video. Uh, he has a very heavy Chicago accent, mm-hmm. and he was doing the right thing. Johnny, by... Chicago, you want to no, just walk yeah. in the studio? Hey, us... how you guys doing over here? <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, we're gonna if we're gonna play that guy again who rescued a coyote. I'm not gonna have that over here well, this morning. Well, I understand. I got gotcha. you. Go Bears. <laughs> so he, yeah, he sees this uh, this coyote who's in very bad shape and does the right thing and 
rescues it and presumably uh, doesn't take it home, cook it, need it. Presumably gets it some help and releases it back into the wild. Mm-hmm. But people were just enamored by his very Chicago accent. Although, Johnny Chicago, you were not impressed by it at all. Hell no. F that guy. Jeez. <laughs> oh, all right. So we got an email from our frequent listener, Edward. God bless Edward. Mm-hmm. I hope you'll consider him to replace me when I leave the show. <laughs> and he made an instant request where he wanted to hear the Chicago Coyote guy talk to the guy from the video a couple years ago, Allie's guy from Boston. <gasps> I was, forgot about the Boston the whale guy. with the whale. Yes. Jay, look at this wheel. <laughs> look at this whale. <laughs> so, uh, Edwin, we thought it was a great idea. We went to DJ Omar Khan to see if we could work it up. Here's your <laughs> instant request. Listen up, everyone. New instant. Make a request. Instant request. Instant request. <laughs> No, it's okay. Hey, 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 hey. It's a baby f- It's okay. Wheel, hey, sh- man. Holy sh- We are witnessing a baby f- wheel right here, dude. Holy sh-, sh-, sh. Come here. Hey. What is that sh- thing, okay. dude? I'm not gonna... No, I'm not gonna f- with you. Don't worry about oh it. Oh, my God. No, you're not that tough. Come here. Hey. Jay, let's get it. That thing looks hurt, Jay. You gotta go to a rehab facility or something. That thing is hurt, bro. Holy sh- Look at this f- Thing. Listen to me. Hey, you probably got mange. Maybe you got you got rabies. I should have brought my goddamn gloves. Oh man, Jay, let's Shh, pull it okay. in, dude. Oh it's my okay. god, what the f- is that, bro? You need help. Oh my god, that thing looks dead, man. We gotta call the aquarium or something, dude. Did some redneck shoot your your parents? What's going on? You wanna try Come to on. pull it in? Shh, it's okay. Let's hook I'm it. Not gonna f- with you. Not in a bad way, but please don't bite me. But I've had my rabies spider. Oh, man, that thing's just dead. It's okay. What happened to your fox? What the hell is it? Eh? I think you gotta come with me. Let's pull up next to that, bro. Let's help it. It's gonna take you to a rehab. The same guy, by the way. My friend Cece works in a rehab. Shh, it's okay. Oh, man, we're calling the Coast Guard. That was cute. You think you're tough. You're trying to show me you're tough. I believe you. I believe you're so tough. Well, if that's a flounder, man, let's pull it in, Jay. Come on. Come on, let's go. Oh, my God, you're emaciated. Jay, that is still good meat on that <laughs> fish tin. Please don't bite me. Please don't bite me or give me mange. Look at that thing. Oh, you too. Uh-oh. You're probably sick. It needs help, whatever it is, dude. It's dying. Okay. Have we not established that I'm not going to eat you? Jay's got a little fishing hook. Are you me that's the hook you come oh my god oh we got it you're pretty underweight and uh you know you you didn't want any of that uh turkey jerky i gave you oh man jay that is a that's a tuna bro i just seen a tick (laughs) jump ship oh my god which means uh, either there's some sort of problem with your blood flow holy jay Uh, or the tick itself thinks you don't stand a chance but i'm gonna see that you have a chance let's get it in the boat bro all right let's get it I was gonna, you know what I was gonna do? Is take you to a nice rehab facility. Oh my God! And then they'll uh, release you back to the wild, and you can go eat some feral cats and squirrels and stuff like that. You know? This is crazy. <laughs> Unbelievable! Right? Come on! Now, yes, I know. I know there are TV executives listening. If there is not, if there is not a show on the air this fall starring those two guys. Then you don't deserve your job. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. I don't know how this all happened today, but sex in a porta potty is still coming up on the... Uh, doesn't have to, though, right? We could do something else. 
Um, women with armpit hair. Still got that on the mm. way. Uh, right now, though, we need to go below the belt. Allie, what's up? <sighs> I don't is... look sad, but I really am disappointed. I mean, we're getting into a gross place. This is disgusting, you guys. Uh, this was a study done by Tommy John, which is an underwear the surgery company. guy. No, uh, former Yankees pitcher. No, right? yeah, very he revolutionized the pitching arm. Very different, um, you guys. They surveyed 2,000 men and women to see how long they wear and keep their underwear. And you might be surprised mm. by by some of the... Uh, I feel like by so far it's <laughs> killing your soul. It's, it's, I feel like it's not good. The worst thing I've, I've ever I've, read. I'm just worried about Kevin, who, as you know, changes his underwear like clockwork every six hours. I mean, he literally well, thank takes God them for off. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. That's because he soils them. them. Puts oh. out another <laughs> So anything beyond six hours, I think, is just gonna, not you're going to break out in the hives, Kevin. Just not true. Do you or do you not order them by the hundreds? I saw, if I find listen. a pair of underwear I like, I order them in bulk. I, I saw his Amazon yeah. uh, orders. Mm-hmm. It, the amount of socks and underwear he has, yeah. is it, it's almost as if he's running one of those like shoe companies that buy when you buy a shoe, they send it to the homeless. He, <laughs> right. he does that for his own. i oh, got to get homeless underwear also. Well, then, Kevin, you don't need to listen to okay. this disgustingness because it doesn't apply to you. But let's start off a little slow. 46% of Americans have owned the same piece of underwear for one year or more. I don't find that as shocking. I don't either, as long as it's still in decent shape. Yeah, it's not like raggedy and awful. Can I... um... Can I say something that may mm-hmm. may make me shamed? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Please. I I have lots of clothes, under and outer garments, that are probably 20 years old. You have underwear that's 20 years old? Probably. Wow. Okay. Why? Without holes in it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how... Because the getting... underwear has no work to do on him. <laughs> <don't>, <laughs> They're not holding, it's not holding anything in. Right. <laughs> it's mean, an easy gig. I can't, <laughs> I can't swear. Hardly working. It's loafing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> loafing, everybody. So that one doesn't surprise me at all, at least personally. Okay, well, here's the thing. I thought, okay, well, that's no big deal. You have underwear that you've had for over a year. No big Depending deal. Depending on the shape it's in. Sure. Uh, yeah, a year. Until I read this not-so-fun stat. Mm. A recent study found that clean underwear can contain up to 10,000 living bacteria even after being washed. Come on. Why? What? Listen, I don't know. It's disgusting. Everything that we talk about, it seems like there's this many. It's just everything in the world. I can't trust underwear. I can't trust toilet paper. Right. What can I trust? I don't know. But here's what they're saying. Um, again, because Tommy John is a um, underwear company. Great surgery for the They're arm. saying that you should keep enough pairs of underwear on hand to last you up to two weeks. So about 14 pair in total mm-hmm. for those of you keeping track at home. Now let's get into the disgusting stat that has most people oh, no. freaking out. It's worse than what you just said? Oh, yeah. That was like this an appetizer not- of goodness. <laughs> I want to smell it. Well, here's the thing. Uh, 45% of Americans claim to have worn the same pair of underwear for two days or longer. No. Let me read that again. No. 45% of Americans claim to have worn the same pair of underwear for two days or longer. Do you know what I I can say? What? Don't think I've ever done that. 
I don't think I've don't ever think worn the same underwear so for two days. I, maybe it, if I slept at a friend's house and forgot a pair of something uh, without mistake. Like last right? weekend? That yeah, mm-hmm. that doesn't count. But <laughs> Is I'm it saying, possible that we're talking camping? We're talking yeah. military service? We're talking just worse? You're, you're, on a, you're on a walkabout? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you're on a walkabout. <laughs> mm-hmm, that might be. Oh, yeah, right here it says, in fact, a lot of people are on a walkabout. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. I like that they didn't really want to bum us out, so they didn't go three days, four days five days. They just said two days or more. Please right. hold. Oh, no. Oh, no. Allie. Dang it. Unsurprisingly, men are the ones skimping on changing their skivvies. No, They're yeah. two and a half times as likely as women are to wear their underwear for a week or no. more. No. 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 I'm sorry. For I, a week or I more. reject the premise. I no. don't know what's happening. For what kind of walkabout is that? That's when you get lost. <laughs> I mean, a, a week or more. Mm. That no, doesn't. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. 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 Hell no. 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 I refuse. No. No. Mm-hmm. I know I it agree. doesn't work like this, but I feel like they should disintegrate after four or five days. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are they? How are they still working in a week? Stinky ass oh, white man. Disgusting. And for those of you that just have no idea. How long you've had your underwear? You're not alone. 38% of people have no clue how long they've had the underwear that's sitting in their drawers. I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't know the date. Yet. But you, you know have I mean? an idea. Like, yeah. there are some underwear that I'm like, oh, I remember what I bought this for. Right? <laughs> that type of thing. But, like, but, fit, I would be able to tell by the physical elastic on the top. Right, or sure. You'd know just what by being beaten up. Oh. Hey, is it totally obvious that I'm not wearing underwear? Because it should be. Is this a case of the study being put out with fake numbers because big underwear wants us to go out and buy more? Like they want us to be hosed out and go home and throw away all of our underwear and start over and start wearing them like Kevin does for a day. Well, guess what? (laughs) I wear for a day. Every six hours. Big underwear. In the morning, I put on a pair of underwear and then I work out and I put on another pair of underwear. That's it. Well, guess what? Mission accomplished, Tommy John. You don't have anything worse, do you? Oh, no, that's okay. it. That's okay. it. But Whew, I didn't if, know if they were going to go a month. If we're not all going out and buying new underwear, they have... They have <laughs> I'm, scared, I'm, scared to, I, I'm scared to ask Muggs. Muggs, what is the longest you've worn one pair of underwear? Be honest. Maybe like three days. Okay. That's not so bad. I mean, it's oh not good. Oh, my God, it's, it's not bad. Good, but I was expecting a week there. <laughs> no. No, That that's disgusting. Yeah. That's... That, that's three days is fine. Mugs, are you also it's a guy? Like, like there are some people who will keep wearing underwear even if they get a rip in it, as long as it can still technically fit on their body. They don't really care how holy yeah. the underwear gets. Is that you? Even if it's like a little, uh, like a raccoon poking out of the hole, <laughs> maybe like a squirrel poking out of the hole. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Hairy enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Went and changed my underwear after that last segment just because I was not Ew. feeling yeah, fresh. It's, right it's the right thing to do. Just because here in Alley with the bad news, you know? Yeah, you don't want to go three days without changing your underwear, people. No, Come on, you now. don't. Yeah. Hey, together. Uh, let's uh, cleanse the palate. Change the topic, move on to happier things. Allie, what's happening? Oh, speaking of changing your underwear, what a lineup for this show. <laughs> How would you like a pair of tickets to the Pasadena Daydream Festival at the Brookside at the Rose Bowl? August 31st, you guys, it is coming up. You've got The Cure, The Pixies, Deftones, Throwing Muses, The Joy Formidable, Chelsea Wolfe, so many great bands. Excuse me, I'm screaming. Me too, lady. It's going to be an all-day event. Venue opens at 1 p.m. Cannot wait for this. Keep it 100. Somebody call my mama. 800 nope. Again, that's, uh, that's Empire. Empire. Today. Very, very different. I love that you keep the boom at the end. one 800 500 I guess not the number. No, don't you dare. Everybody loves that one. Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you guys a funny story? I um I listen to KNX in the morning as all uh, good Americans should, mm-hmm. and how much news I get in the morning is based completely on when they decide to play the cars for kids. Yeah. So <laughs> some days I'll tune in and I'll get one minute's news. Some days I'll get twenty eight minutes news. It all depends. As soon as they hit that button for the cars for kids commercial, that's what I'm out for the day. Do you know how many people are mad at you right now for playing just that clip? Because now. Stuck in your head all day. Earworm, that's it. It is quite the earworm. Oh. Yeah, it is. So, K keep doing what you're doing. You're from hell. Uh, Kevin, I don't know how you're going to feel about this. Okay. Because I'm I'm going to bring up friends. Yes. But. Are they getting back together? I'm also <laughs> going to bring up a monkey. So um, does that. An actual monkey or yeah. the band the monkeys? No. Okay. An actual monkey. All right. Because as you know. I like monkeys. Remember Marcel that was on Friends, the monkey? Yeah, I do. Ross Geller's monkey? Mm-hmm. Well. Marcel has found other work. Marcel has been cast in another series called Why the Last Man. It's set to premiere next year. And I got some news for you guys. What's he been doing the last 20 years or however long it's been? Heroin? About Marcel the <laughs> Just monkey. Just homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's been on a ton of other shows yeah. and oh. movies. He's been in a ton. By the way, John Landgraf, the CEO of FX, Previously worked for NBC, said he noticed the monkey while watching clips of Why the Last Man that's now on his network. And he's like, is that Marcel from Friends? (laughs) I know that monkey. (laughs) I love that so much that the CEO of FX was like, I recognize that there monkey. Uh, By the The way, Why the Last Man is going to be incredible. It looks great. Wonderful. Yeah, great comic book. Here's the thing about Marcel the monkey. Uh, Marcel the monkey is actually Katie. The monkey. Mm-hmm. It's a woman. It's a, it's a lady monkey. Mm-hmm. And Katie is now in her 20s. Capuchin monkeys can live to be around 40. We're going to oh. have a lot more Katie. All right. Isn't that wonderful? But isn't she going to age out just being a woman? Oh, don't, they gonna, don't are they worry, gonna Bean. Want to replace her with a younger monkey? Don't worry, Bean, because she's going to be playing a male monkey again yeah. on this show. Well, because we have to take her serious. <laughs> we have to take her serious <laughs> yeah. and... I mean, obviously, she's going to get paid more mm-hmm. um, yes. on this show. Well, no, because we know a she's a woman. Monkey. Oh, yeah. so that gets... Okay. That, that's actually why they're not hiring a man. Oh, man. Pay her less. All right. It's 
took a real turn. <laughs> Jensen, for a, a number of years, and I don't know how serious he was about getting one, Kevin used to talk about how much he wanted to have a monkey. I still want one. You <laughs> like, should get one, man. Yeah. Like he the problem was, is the problem is that everybody that has him says it's a nightmare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to want a monkey much work, as you know? a child so I could put, you know, diapers on the monkey and a yeah. little shirt, whatever. Until I went to an animal rescue place and they were like, you have no idea how awful it is for people to have monkeys. You just don't have wild pets. Yeah, because like even the it's good ones throw absolutely. poop. But that was a selling point. Yeah. The, <laughs> Kevin was looking forward to. the moment when I decided I will never have a monkey. Do you remember when Oprah had the woman on who ate whose a face. monkey attacked oh, her face? Oh, yeah. my God. And yes. not only that, I think about this a lot. <laughs> how much? How much and why? I think about it, honestly, every time I grab a tissue. Oh, no. Because Oprah was listening to this woman's story, and then at one point she noticed like, her face was a little, like, pussy. Ooh. So she took a tissue and she gently dabbed monkey bitten off face lady's face. Oh. And I think about that a lot. Mm. And I don't want a monkey anymore. <laughs> what is the monkey doing? Tell me what the monkey... He ripped her face off! How do you... <laughs> Having that clip on deck is hot. <laughs> Just... A little story to tell you. Okay. You know, I didn't do this uh-huh. by myself. Mm-hmm. It's always somebody behind the scenes that's always helping me, the unknown soldier, you know. For 33 years, I rodeoed. And in 1962, a little boy was born, and his dream and is his it, goal... Is it Whiplash the Rodeo Monkey? monkey. <laughs> Honestly, I did a story on Whiplash the Rodeo Monkey. He wears little chaps and a hat. <laughs> I think that might have been him. I think it was. I think it was him. I did a story on this one. He rides the dog. I did a story. And I contacted I contacted the rodeo and I said, I want to do a story on Whiplash, but I want to make it like Whiplash is like the stud of the rodeo. And I want to have like girls lined up outside of Whiplash's door. Oh, my God. Did the they do it? Going on? They let me do oh it. Oh, my gosh. It was all about how he pulled in so much tail on the rodeo circuit. <laughs> I imagine he would have gotten is me that, a monkey. Is that what you got the Emmy for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so cute. Oh, I'm going to show you pictures of Whiplash uh, in a bit. <laughs> Why do you have a monkey? Uh, it's an animal that looks like a dude. Why don't I have ten of them? Better Guys, question. Uh, people are really, really wanting Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper to be a real-life couple. Well, they're both so, single now, right? Oh, yeah, but so much so that um, they were recently rumored to have gone on a romantic getaway. And there were photos, you guys. What's wrong with people? They were together in France. <laughs> Why and do you hate love, Kevin? No, what's wrong with people that they... Uh, this is so meaningful to them. They just well, need this to happen. I mean, I got excited when I heard this picture existed about, you know, they're in a restaurant in Provence. And you see... Mr. Cooper there eating with Lady Gaga. Was um, she hanging with Mr. Cooper? Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah. Really? Kyle. Really? Yeah. I said, hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> that was great. Uh, yeah, the picture's a little grainy, but you could tell she's got long blonde hair at the at the table until you know they found another picture um and it's a 60-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> And when you see the picture, it's this 
hysterical. But way to go to the British tabloids that uh, ran with it. They were like, Lady Gaga spotted e- eating with Bradley Cooper. And then they're like, oh, just kidding. It wasn't her. And it wasn't even a female. And the dude's in his 60s and has facial hair. The picture's brilliant. Wow. You Lady gotta see it. Some birthdays for you guys. Could have been a monkey. Could have been worse. Oh, man, <laughs> just dab in the pussy face. Ugh. Pussy face? Stop saying that. Is that. Are we allowed to say pussy face? Happy birthday, Robert Plant. Al Roker. I pooped my pants. Amy Adams. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Andrew Garfield and a man that we led the charge because we wanted his band at Weenie Roast, Mr. Fred Durst. You were a big fan of uh, of Limp Bizkit then, right? Of who? Limp Bizkit. Yeah, I guess I am. I mean, don't <laughs> listen to that guy. You're wonderful. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. We're getting all the uh, all the ickies out of the way in one show, you Wish guys. Wish we were. Oh, my gosh. All the cooties not, are going to be gone. Not too late. Show's going to be so fresh and so clean mm. after this because mm. we'll have gotten all the bodily parts and fluids and hair mm. and oh. everything else. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. Right. You hear his soul just yeah. tie at the end. <laughs> well, I just, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting steeled and ready for this topic. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we present for you Sex in a Porta Potty. Loving a Porta Potty, doing it right next to the poo. Okay, or love. <laughs> I guess it could be love. Probably um, not. Allie, uh, Kevin, I think you were, uh, I think you're on your half day uh, summer schedule, so you probably missed the story that Allie did yesterday. Which I'm happy uh, about. Yeah. She she brought us a story of what one town is trying to do to prevent people from enjoying love in a porta potty. What was that about, Allie? Wait, there's so much sex going on in a porta potty, they have to make a different one? Apparently, there is in this Welsh town. These these are now calling, um, they're calling them anti sex toilets. Here's the thing there's going to be weight sensors in them to ensure there's only one person at a time. What happens if there's too many? Oh, I'll tell you what's going to happen. There's alarms that sound, water that sprays out from the walls at you, (laughs) and the doors fling open. (laughs) What could possibly bring this about? That's crazy. And as I said yesterday, all of those are my (laughs) turn-ons. So I'm so excited. Speaking directly to you. Yeah, I'm so excited to go. By the way, why don't they just put a camera in there and just beam it up to like a big screen in the center of town or something while they're at it? I mean, they couldn't couldn't sex shame you anymore if they tried. Why do they have to do this? uh, The article I read said that the area wants to be become known as kind of a footballer's town so they want to make it family friendly that type of thing they don't want you boning in the bathroom is it a toilet baby but i'm saying how many people must be doing that for quite a few because the price of it was like over two hundred thousand dollars which is makes no sense what a waste of tax money because you could build a, a house with six bedrooms and five bathrooms probably in that Welsh town for $200,000. Yeah, but water won't spray out of the walls. <laughs> That's true. Doors won't open to let everyone see you. Um, Kevin, to answer your question, um, A, there are homeless people. But B, more importantly, there are people who are out there in the park and they start to feel a little randy. And they don't have any other place to go that's private. But first of all, no one says randy. And second of all... <laughs> yeah, who's randy? Second of all, don't you look for a secluded place behind a bush or something? You don't go to the porta potty. What's it's more gross. secluded than a building with four walls? 
What's more secluded than that in a park? Is it a toilet baby? <laughs> There's no baby involved here, Jetson. Okay. No baby at all. So we uh, so we started talking about this off the air yesterday, and Dave had two thoughts on this. One is, Dave, you've seen this happen, or at least the after effects of this, at like K-Rock events, right? I witnessed this at a weenie roast. No. Yeah, Irvine. No, Which though. the porta-potties weren't even that far from everyone else. Right. Like, and there was a line for them, mm-hmm. and you could hear the people getting it on, and then they come right out. Okay, here's my the question. Amazing weenie roast. Yay, yes, say. <laughs> there are some porta potties that you know you're, there are stairs to go up, uh-huh. and then there's nope. sinks in them, that type of thing. Or are we talking about like those Andy We're Gump ta- porta potties? Andy Gump, uh, <gasps> where you walk in and it just smells like poo. It just you look at poo right when you walk oh, in. No. You just, you're just Come like, on. oh, hello. No. But but nope. it, it was uh, it was rocking and it was no, a knock in. It wasn't rocking. Uh, <laughs> so no. uh, help me out here. How would yeah. that even work? Like I. Still can't figure out how you do it in an airplane restroom. How would you even do it in a porta potty? Like it doesn't seem like there's enough surface area to use. Have you not watched any porn? <laughs> <laughs> no, but in a porta potty, I'm just picturing the layout, and I just don't see where you could safely go without falling down. Well, there's two ways you could do it. One, the man could. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. No, uh, there's room. sitting down on top yeah, of the other sitting person. Down. Is one you, you could go cowboy, right? Or cowgirl, no, but or... when you're sitting down, though, you're sitting down on the toilet, on the rim of it. I mean, it, oh, it's oh, a, oh, even just. To say on the rim of it. My gosh. <laughs> oh my God, really? Uh, All right. So Dave saw the happy couple coming out of the porta potty. And, and they looked happy. Yes. And then he went to thing two that is an image I'll never get out of my head. What happened, King? Well, Wait, we're not going to take phone calls on this one, are we? 1 800 1067. We are oh. looking for you. If you ever no. had sex in a porta excuse me, if you ever had love in a porta potty. <laughs> Loving a porta potty, doing it right next to the poo. Oh All right, God. Dave, what's the, what's the other thing? How does Dave know two things about this? Because I, you're going to find out. Okay. I have made out in a porta potty. What? Oh, Dave. Listen, listen. Nope. I was at a rave. This was a long time ago. Yeah. I was at a rave. Yeah. I was feeling really good. Okay. And Are you then, feeling uh, Randy? And I was feeling Randy. <laughs> yes. Randy? I feel like gagging. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this girl I knew just came right in after I was going to leave and just, you know, started, started making out with me. Did you, and we did you went, one or two before? Uh, sure. Why not? Yeah. No, no, no. No. You mean... <laughs> Did you take a one or a two? Thought you oh, girls. Oh, oh, I thought you said, did, did I want her to? Uh, uh, number one. Okay. Number one, yeah. It doesn't yeah, but matter. It, 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 but, but it didn't it's smell like, any better. It like two. Yeah, this was at a, a, a rave, Look, and it okay. was it was used. I was legit gagging. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I don't understand about. Senses were heightened. And, but uh, here's what I don't understand about your young lady. <laughs> so when you had Molly, everything changed. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. That makes sense. Was that her name? Yeah, sure it was. Yeah, <laughs> no, because I was going to say at least the porta potty. I mean, it's Ill- maybe illegal to do it out in public, but you could have just kissed in the rave. I mean, you don't have the, you don't need the privacy of a porta potty to make point. out. Yeah, listen, I didn't. She make, just walked in. And she you were just, like, all yeah. right. She was, yep, yeah, exactly. She just went hello, and I was like, oh, hey, come on in. <laughs> Did you close the door? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't remember. It was oh, in, it was the I door mean, was closed. Was. The door was, was closed because yeah, it closes on its own, but it wasn't locked oh, or anything. Right. Yeah, and everyone yeah. could see her coming in. Yeah. So, mm. Mm. so we, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a thing. That, but we're uh, not taking calls on this. No. Yes, no, we're no, taking no calls. calls. No one, no one has done it. Yeah. One eight hundred. 
520-1067. We want to hear from you if you ever had a, a sexual experience inside mm. a porta potty. Yeah. And by the way, Kevin, before we take a break. It's not too late, though, to bail yeah. on no, no. the calls. Yeah. We're going to do it. It's going to be fine. Oh, our phones are down. Oh, no. Somebody oh. call my mama. Well, then why don't we just talk to John and, oh, then, no. and then we'll find we out whether have... anyone has ever done no, it. John no, no, in no, Burbank no. calls us on K-Rock. John, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. What's going on, man? What's up, guys? Seriously, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank, Thank you. Good time to do it, John. Thank you for listening. And seriously, <laughs> why it. are you calling on this topic? He's calling I'm... to say he will never listen to the show again. <laughs> Go ahead, John. Um, I, I actually uh, lost my virginity in one. No! What a beautiful John, story. Oh, just, just like we all dream when we're kids. What a beautiful story. That's amazing. <laughs> She was, she was an, uh, an older girl. Um, it was on a baseball field while a baseball team was practicing, actually. Like, okay. a, little, like a little league team? I get it. No, no. Okay. High, uh, it was high, little high league. High seven. <laughs> high school, okay. How, how old were you, John? How old was the lady? I was almost 15. Mm-hmm. And she was seven. She was seventeen. Oh, oh okay. So still legal. Good. Um, and how, I mean, why, why the porta potty? Why not make plans for later? We we actually came from kind of separate families, and her mom didn't That's really good. want her hanging out with me. <laughs> That's a good start. Good Coming know. from different families. Oh, oh, you weren't related. Okay, good. She wasn't in my home. Oh, so her mom disapproved of you. Uh, in yeah, okay, yeah, in a way. And a porta potty so was we, your only option then. Well, the the baseball field was kind of like the middle of the tracks for us, <laughs> and we met there. And as Bean, as Bean said, got a little randy. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right, good. Um, how was it? Well, um, I, in all honesty, it was actually a clean one. I think if they had been freshly cleaned, so I don't remember. Oh, any that's poo. sweet that you tell yourself that. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Did you revise the story so you could live with it? It was, um, look, it was his first time. I mean, he could have done it in a pit of snakes and he would have loved it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Which is a pretty good analogy. <laughs> Great example. <laughs> Thank you. Is it um, a toilet baby? No, there was no baby. No, no, there was no, no baby. baby. Uh, was this a one-time deal or did you guys uh, meet at the porta potty every weekend? Oh, my God. Uh, what, one time there, uh, not not one time at the field. But one time there. Okay. Man, right. oh, man. He got a he got a porta potty put in his house just because that got right. him off. <laughs> By the way, um, for, nobody I was expecting say, such a happy years, story. My, for years, my friends in high school called me Andy Gump. No. They should have. Oh wow. That's just because you smelled. Your friends did the right thing. <laughs> I'm I'm still living it down. Yeah. Yeah. John, you did. You got nothing to be ashamed of, man. You did the right <laughs> thing. <laughs> took the opportunity yeah, sure. to, to lose his virginity. Wait, can, I, can I ask you something, John? Was it her yes. virginity, too? Uh, no. Oh, thank God. Mm. Okay. You're just sick. No. Okay, good. Okay, she good. knows her way around a porta potty, if you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> All right, thank you, John. We appreciate the call. That's a great start, by the way, to the segment, right? Wow. That's a great end to the segment. Yeah, For, let's nope. finish it. We're... Got more calls coming up. 1-800-520-1067. Love and a porta potty. We'll talk to you next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Thank God we don't have anyone on hold, right? Is it a toilet uh, baby? We No, no babies involved. No. We do have people on hold, no. but, but we lost Mark, who apparently had a cheering section outside his porta potty. If you're just joining us, we're talking about love in a porta potty. <laughs> Loving a porta potty, doing it right next to the poo. 
<laughs> Believe it or not, it is a thing that happens from the 310. I was on tour, uh, Warp Tour 03, with some random girl, same as the king. I was about to walk out, and she pushed me back in, and we got it on. And yes, it stank. No. From the 714, mm. I've made love in a porta potty no, <laughs> at the Huntington Beach Pier and got a UTI. That's Gabriel. Oh, right. Nice. Oh. People, other people might be ashamed to call, but I guarantee lots of people have boned in porta potties. Mm. So that's what that's they nice. say. I love it. But I'm telling you, our listeners have done it. And they've done it often. 1-800-520-1067. Let's go to Joe. He's in Azusa. Hey, Joe. Hey, how you doing? Well, we're good. How are you? I'm great. Okay. So, uh, years ago, I was 16 years old. I was on vacation with my parents in Mexico. Coming back, I haven't seen my girlfriend in over a month. So, you know, there was urgency. We met at the high school we wished to go to. Uh, on the baseball field, in a porter potty. Yes, it was disgusting, but it had to be done. You know, it was <laughs> but couldn't it have been done anywhere else? Is our question. No, he's sixteen. He'd have to go to his parents' house. He's he has. Wait, a, if you're gonna do it in a porta potty, you might as well find a secluded spot outside. Kevin, did you miss that there was urgency? I get it the urgency. It was a month, a month away from his girlfriend. Right. Yes. Was it? Yeah, uh, was so. it? Was it good? Uh, yeah, I mean, she throws her leg up on top of the, you know, where you sit, and any good guy can stand right in front of her and... and oh, yeah, I, I don't think yeah, we need yeah, a yeah, yeah, complete description. Can you draw it and send it to the station? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, get why, I get why it made sense to you. I'm a little bit surprised that your lady friend went along with it. Well, you know, we were in high school, and I mean... In that high school, we kind of went anywhere and everywhere we can. Right. Uh, right. Resting room, cafeteria. Uh, Man, Joe was throwing it around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. Your high school experience and mine are a lot different. <laughs> cafeteria, <Yeah>. you guys. <laughs> that sounds like it involves food service as well. Well, mystery meat. <laughs> or mystery meat. All right, Joe, thank you very much for the call. You're a stud. Jensen. Is he? If you're, if you're, this is a serious question. Okay. If the choice was uh, never have sex again as long as you live mm-hmm. or have to have sex in a porta potty, what would you do? Never again. Oh, what? that's a lie. That's a lie. No, never again. That's oh, a you lie. Are such a Guys, cock. I, number one, again, not, the term, okay. not the term. Uh, I, uh, didn't poo. I didn't poo in public till I was 28. Okay. I've never, I've never pooed in an Andy Gump. But if you had to, you would then have ways around it. Like you would have something to specific. To poo in an Andy Gump? You would have something no. specifically made no. so you could carry it in, place oh. it over. You could light some candles. You could shove some stuff So you stuff see myself going to a music festival with my own uh, unit so that I can use an Andy Gump. Well, you should bring your own unit for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Listen. I, 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 I such big liar. Uh, I'm yes all day on that one. Absolutely. I'll just shove some tissue up my nose so I don't just smell it. All right. That's Let's... probably very hot for your partner. <laughs> I don't care. He's behind me. <laughs> okay. All right. Is it a toilet baby? <laughs> let, there's no baby. Let's take, uh, let's take one more. You guys remember how we started this segment with John, who lost his virginity I in a porta yeah. potty, right? Well, let's say goodbye uh, to the segment with Michael from the LBC with a very similar story. Michael, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling, sir. What happened? Hello? 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 Yes, Michael, turn your radio down and talk to us. 
Hello, hello, hello. Hello? Yes, yes, we can hear you good. What's going on? Oh, uh, we lost him. All right, what's going, what's going on? What's going on? Um, so this happened in the school, in a portal party, in our football yard. Okay. All right. And this was your first time? Yes, sir. And how did the stars align that you got so lucky? Um... I, well, I was a freshman at the moment. His personality, but he's a firecracker. <laughs> oh he can talk any girl into anything, it sounds like. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, enormously fun and talented Jillian Bell in studio with us here on K-Rock from the film Britain Runs a Marathon. Wow, in the theaters crowd. tomorrow. Oh, the crowd is going wild. The crowd, <laughs> the crowd loved they it. They started they and stopped. Yeah. I can't even see them. Yeah. Is it <laughs> no, weird? No, no. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're, they're <laughs> behind nowhere. the curtain. There's an audience. Oh, okay. okay. So Brittany comes in, and the very first thing she says is to Allie, what are you drinking, a mimosa? And I'm thinking, wow, this party just got started, <laughs> man. I will tell you this about the movie that Jillian is in to talk about, this Brittany Runs a Marathon. Guess who couldn't go out and have fun and go drinking? Because they were filming the stupid movie and you couldn't have cocktails with me. I do remember you being <sighs> violently angry. I was so mad at this movie and then I saw it and now I'm happy. And now you're happy. <laughs> now you're happy about so it. great. I know. I, I missed out on a Datelines drink. Yes. Yeah. Will you guys explain your Datelines? We'd well, love to. Yeah. Please, well, Because I it's mean, insane. Allie has a... a good friendship mm -hmm. with Josh Mankiewicz from Dateline, mm -hmm. and we met on this program, and she shared with me that uh, sometimes they go out for drinks, and I really weaseled my way into that. She did. Because um, you love Dateline, too. She, I, I was not oh. aware that she loved Dateline maybe more than me. No, I, I would say we're, possible. we're equal. Equally, but obsessed. you fall asleep to Dateline. I do. It, it comforts me. <laughs> <laughs> so I invited her out with Josh Mankiewicz, who I was not prepared for Josh to be just as excited to meet Jillian as Jillian was to meet Josh, and it was a lovely evening. It was a very nice. And evening. did you guys get to like the bottom of cases? Oh, we that talked you about liked, so you know? much murder. It was so great because Josh is so sweet and just asking us about our lives, and we're like. Yeah, what else? What else? Josh, you got anything? And, <laughs> and he goes, August 1992. That is how he talks. Arizona. And we were like, <laughs> and so then into we it. were trying to solve the case. Yeah. It was something that hadn't come yeah. out yet. Yeah. Oh, I love and we were that. both like, is it the boyfriend? Oh, it's got to be the mother, <laughs> is it the right? Boy <laughs> is it the boyfriend who's in the army? We were just screaming oh, so out. So good. Yeah. Guesses. Jillian, forgive me if this is a, a dumb question because I'm very familiar with uh, you know movie magic. What we see on the screen isn't what it was usually like in real life. But did you have to, in the course of your character's evolution from a couch potato to someone who could potentially run a marathon, did you have to kind of go through a transformation and lose a bunch of weight? I did. I lost 40 pounds. Jeez. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I started running. And who knew? 
Who knew that helps to lose weight? Right. No. Um, <laughs> I the script was written. Now everyone will know. But uh, it's, te- it's terrible, though, right? It's Well, at first, it's terrible. The, at first, it's really hard. And, and the character goes through that as well. And so I kind of wanted to go through that. I, I went on my first run. I had my sister take me so that I could kind of see what I was doing wrong. I was holding my... My posture was awful. I was holding my fists too tight. I was also wearing the wrong shoes. But, you know, I wanted to do the journey on my own. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning, it's just me running. And then eventually I got a trainer. Explain sort of to me. people what this story is about, why you had to do this. Uh, this story is based on a real-life woman named Brittany O'Neill. Um, the writer-director wrote it as sort of a love letter to his best friend. And it's about a woman who's stuck in her life. And she decides to move forward by... St- setting an epic goal to run the New York City Marathon. And this is different than a lot of projects you've done in the past. Like, people know you from Workaholics and 21 Jump Street. Very different. This is a drama with jokes in it. Yes. Yeah. Usually I play odd women. (laughs) Well, you're still technically (laughs) an odd woman. It's just just, you have a character arc that involves uh, emotion. Yes. Yes. There's more dramatic elements in this. Did Um, you like it because of that? I did. Yeah. I didn't know if I would. I mean, I always wanted to do something a little bit different, um, more dramatic. And I thought, well, this is really throwing myself in there because I'm in every scene of this movie. Right. Uh, apologies to everyone seeing it. But I <laughs> uh, but I really loved it. It really made me want to do more, it more is drama. It is so relatable, like ridiculously relatable to the point where I was like, why are they watching me? <laughs> um, yes. When I got the script, I actually thought, you know, when you think your phone is or your phone is listening to you, yes. I guess, and mm-hmm. we get ads for things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the script yes. that I got. Yeah. As a result of saying some of these things yes, to myself. They, Absolutely. They wrote, it, they wrote it after listening to your yeah. conversation. <laughs> that would, yeah, that like, would explain why I get such terrible scripts about virgins. And stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Gotta start talking about mm. other things. Al- Allie, was there anything, I know it was relatable, I agree. Was there anything inspirational that made you think, wow, I should make some changes in my life? Because I've been wanting to talk to you about that. You're very sweet. And by that, a total dick. Um, (laughs) I actually said to Jillian when she walked in, I said, so I guess I'm a runner now. Like, that's who I am. That's who I'm going to be. No, there were certain parts of that that I was like, oh, God. And there are parts of your story where some of the things that Brittany in the movie um, isn't able to do for herself and isn't able to bring into her life, I find myself doing the same. Mm-hmm. Like letting people help me, big problem for, for me. I think I can handle everything. Sure. Maybe Brittany does too. And maybe we all need to change a little bit and just wow. let other people Allie's going to become okay. a runner. That's what this is about. We learned a valuable lesson. Uh, How about that? Also, America's Sweetheart Michaela Watkins is in it. Oh, and so isn't good. she America's Sweetheart? Oh. She's so good in everything. everything. She does. And she is, I mean, for people listening, she is kind of one of those people that if you don't recognize the name, as soon as you see her face, mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, she's in everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I, love, and her, I yeah. love her in everything. She's unbelievable in this she's movie. She's one of my favorite actresses of all time. Yeah, she's so good. There were scenes where we would get my ke- coverage first because I was weeping, <laughs> and then it would cut to her, and they were like, okay, can you go get changed for this thing? Because we were just... I I mean, literally running from scene to scene, mm-hmm. and and I I said no, I want to be in her, in her uh, eye line, and then I would forget to say my lines because she was so incredible. Wow, she's so present and giving and open. So you just started watching, and then you didn't yeah. realize that you were part I of the process. Like, oh, I'm, I'm in the like, movie. Jesus, she's good. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, right. And then I say, <laughs> but I 
I'm struggling. Did you know her from Groundlings? I did. Up? I did. I, she was already a Groundling when I was mm-hmm. still going through Sunday Company, but I would go and watch her in shows. And Amazing. She just kills it. How much, uh, this is uh, uh, the voice of our guest, Jillian Bell. Again, the film is called Britney Runs a Marathon in theaters on Friday. How much actual running, I don't know if you keep steps in your phone, but how much running do you think he did in the course of this movie? I don't... I have no idea. Some of those idea. montages, I mean, you're. it seems like they, they filmed you every minute of the day running. Yes. Uh, we. I Honestly, we went through the schedule, and at one point, they were like, we have to switch things up because each day you're either totally running, like all the whole day is just you running, or the whole day is you crying. <laughs> so they're like, we have to switch some of these things up. Uh, but yeah, I did a lot of running. How, I don't, how, do you know how far you got in your own... This is, how many oh, miles? just on, For on you, each yeah. run? Yeah. Um, probably no more than like three miles. That's still three good. Or four miles. Still good. No more than three for or me, four miles. You did nothing but before you me. said, right? No, for anyone, that's great. Yeah. 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 Um, have you kept it up at all? I do still like running. I'm not doing it as much as I was doing it during prep. That's for mm-hmm. sure. But um, yeah, every once in a while, it's good for my brain. Is there any oh, part of you time. that wants to run a marathon one day? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. No. Good answer. The film is incredibly, I'm so proud of it. <laughs> and people have been inspired and, and told me, too, that they're signing up for the marathon this year, which is unbelievable and such a compliment to of the real person, Brittany O'Neill. But I... I think I would go and cheer people on. I would maybe do a 5K or a half marathon at some point. But, Those are great. But a full marathon yeah. is yeah. superheroes. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, the film is very funny, you guys, and uh, and uh, and a lot of feels. Yeah. And yeah. A lot I of teared in- up, man. A lot of inspiration. It's called Britney Runs a Marathon. Quick break. More with our guest, Jillian Bell, right after this on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. While that song is on, we were talking about beepers. <laughs> JJ, the king of beepers, man. JJ, the king of beepers. What a weird conversation that was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jillian Bell sounds like you still miss your beeper. I do. I miss having a beeper. It yeah. makes me feel important. Mm-hmm. Makes you feel like you're on the wire. Yeah, or I could be a doctor <laughs> at yeah. any moment. Either way. <laughs> the wire go, or patient. a doctor. You Run off. Uh, Jillian Bell as our guest, the uh, movie is called Britney Runs a Marathon in Theaters this Friday. And you, I, I can't tell you how much we needed you on today's show. Yes. Oh. To, we really oh. needed... It took a lot of turns. We had a lot of bad things on the show. What today. happened? Well, it's well, National Radio Day, number one. First of all... Happy National Radio well, Day. Well, not for us. Oh, yeah. taking it away. First of all, <laughs> how do you... What's the longest you've ever gone wearing a pair of underwear, Brittany, without changing? I hope we don't have to. I mean, you no, keep excuse me, Jillian. Jillian, sorry. <laughs> That's how Relatable, you guys. I, mean, I, Wait, I'm sorry. I just like to butt in and say we're not going to ask all of her, her yes, questions. To we're going to ask all the questions. Okay. Wait, What's, oh, this the is longest? ground we've covered today. Ground we've covered today. Yes, the, the longest, longest you've gone, gone with uh, without changing your underwear. Yes, I mean, please say a day. It's like a day if I'm. Ugh. A day and a half, right. maybe? That's okay. like taking a late shower. Yeah, yeah completely. Or you, sleep, yeah. At, you okay. sleep at a friend's house and you leave yeah. in the morning. I, we've yeah. agreed on that. We have no, no, heard... no. If I sleep at a friend's house, I'm wearing their underwear home. Oh. <laughs> oh. I like it. No matter who it is. Yeah, I, like it. I go home with a present. Sure. <laughs> okay, good, a party good answer. Together. All right, next question, because we cover this and we talked to multiple listeners who have done it. Have you ever... Had sex in a porta potty. No, that's right? the right answer. We talked to two people who lost their virginity in a porta potty. No, yes. that's not okay. No, yeah. that's yes, not okay. No. All right, they seemed to be happy with it. They, <laughs> they really were. It? it was like, ah, oh, it was a good, a good but thing. But if if she had gotten pregnant, can you Is imagine that baby? story? <laughs> There's no. Yeah, toilet you baby. call it toilet. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Third, uh, we were talking about the Emily Ratajkowski story recently. Uh, and by the way, there's no wrong answer on this. Harry underarms for ladies, yes or no? 
man. I I think women should do whatever they want with their own bodies. Agreed. I shave my underarms. Yeah. I said it's great if you want to do that, but I'm not going to have a musty, musty hair and then those little balls of burp, burp, that's my deodorant. <laughs> oh, the balls Ew, of deodorant disgusting. just dangling yes. off like icicles. Like dudes have no idea that we can see that in your tank top. First of all, why are you in a tank top, sir? It's disgusting. More embarrassing. I don't even know what you're talking about. So I must have had this my whole life. Oh no, you've yeah. got to check a mirror. Yeah. I'll be back. Not right now. And uh, last question from today's show, Jillian. Uh, Are you actually afraid of clowns or do you pretend to be afraid of clowns because that's the cool thing to do? You know, I'm not... I don't know that I'm afraid of clowns because I love it. I'm excited about it too. Um, And I love going to all the haunted houses, especially around... um, In October, there's the um, Terror Hollywood... What is it? The Hollywood Horror, Horror Nights? Nights? Yes, Hollywood yes, yes, Horror yes. Nights. Mm-hmm. I go to all of those things, so mm-hmm. I enjoy a good But scary those clowns clown. are scary, though. But they you are just, scary, but I'm not like scared them. of them real But life. I'm excited to get scared. Yeah. I'm thrilled. Yeah. If you found a stuffed animal on, on your uh, front porch, would you call 911 <laughs> like if it's a clown? clown. I, would. I would. I would. Okay. I would. So then people are afraid. That, is, right. that is kind of scary. My sister scared me once uh, by putting a fake spider underneath my luggage, and I'm arachnophobic, mm. and I vowed to get her back, and I thought it would be really funny to hire an actor to play a clown and come and be standing in the house. I like the way That's you Just randomly in the yeah, house. Just holding a knife. no reason. Mm-hmm. Just Perfect. holding a knife. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, your sister would legally be allowed to shoot him. <laughs> yes, but it's not like she's packing heat. Right. She's not walking. Not you know. Wait, did you do this? No, obviously. I mean, she's here in the studio now. I mean, I haven't done it because she, you know, I thought it would maybe be a step too far. Yeah, but I'm not going to step. Not a lot of steps. Okay. (laughs) Because to me, the the hiding the spider under the suitcase was pretty evil. Awful. Yeah. I cried. I go. You cried for real. Did you cancel this the is trip? what happened. My my sister and her fiance did it, mm-hmm. and then they forgot I was coming in late that night, and so I got in and I saw it, and no one was awake. So I'm in a dark house oh, going, no. going. Is it real? Is it real? <laughs> Screaming down the hallway so they can tell. Because part of me knew it was fake. Mm-hmm. And then part of me was like, I don't care. Right. It could be real. Oh, that's so sad. I know. See, mm. see having a sister is fun, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what you got from that story? She's my best friend. Um, Jillian, we talked about the running in uh, Brittany Runs the Marathon. We haven't talked about the sexy time. Is oh, this, the is sexy this the, time. Is this the most sexy time you've done in a movie? Yes. I think I mean, it's my first sex scene. Really? Yeah. Was it as as uh, awkward and uncomfortable as I imagined it would be? Or are you guys they're, they're such weird. professionals that it's cool? No, they're definitely odd. I had a good partner. Utkarsh is amazing. He's a great actor. And he just is also silly. So, <laughs> Do any of you use the word sexy time? No. No okay. one says right. now we're shooting sexy time. Okay, <laughs> it's on the call sheet. Now it's not check. on the call sheet. I'm feeling Brett Ratner does, though. It's, oh. <laughs> it's re- oh, no. Is uh, it a toilet baby? I just feel like that's a day you would dread on this calendar. I when was it's nervous up. about it. I was nervous about it. It was cool because by the time we went to shoot it, they were sort of like, well, we don't see your lower half. So if you want to just stay in your jeans. And I'm like, so I'm just in like pasties and jeans. And I'm like, well, that kind of makes you feel better, though. Yeah. yeah. But then I would I would be. God, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but uh, I would be obsessed with what they want my face to look yes. like to indicate that I'm having a good sexual Your experience. own face. I will say also, I've been in a few screenings of this film and I twice I sat next to my mother. 
And oh. twice she didn't know what to do okay. during it. That's oh. awkward. But, you know, she's great. She's hip. She's with it. Yeah. She knows it happens. She have a beeper? She's aware of sex. <laughs> but I was also so scared to see it for the first time. I'm like, what face do I make? What is never, unless there's a mirror above you, you don't know yeah. what your own face is. And obviously is. it's very different because you're acting and you're not oh, actually no, I'm experiencing. always acting. <laughs> That's sad. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, and also, Jillian, you had like 30 people around you, Yeah, there's too, 30 people, and there's just like a sound guy being like... <clears throat> Like holding, <laughs> holding a big boom and just like struggling because the the take is seven minutes long or something. Right. And, well, congratulations uh, to Utkash then. That's great. Yeah, that was the amazing. most racist way to say Utkash. <laughs> um, the movie is very, very funny, you guys, and you will tear up. It's also very inspirational. It's called Brittany Runs a Marathon in theaters this Friday. Before we let our friend Jillian Bell go, and let's not make it so long before you come back again. Oh, we, I'd love please. To come Once back. a week, if that's cool. Yes, I'd love to. Okay. We do want to do 60 seconds with Jillian Bell. Allie has prepared questions for you. Just the first thing that comes to your mind. You're a great improver, so you'll enjoy this. 60 seconds on the clock with Jillian Bell. If you could join the cast of any TV show, past or present, which would you choose? Uh, Sex in the City? Which Dateline host would you want to cover your murder? I gotta pick Josh. Yeah. Is it hot? Is a hot dog a sandwich? (laughs) No. If animals could talk, which one would be the biggest a-hole? Oh, a, a cheetah. (laughs) <laughs> Creepiest thing you could say to a stranger that you pass on the street. How's it going, Hatamali? <laughs> <laughs> if I was murdered, what would you say about me to the Dateline host? She lit up the room. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> if you could change one thing about yourself, would you? And what would it be? Uh, yeah, the the voice that sometimes tells you you're not good enough. Everyone's oh. got that, right? Yeah, no. unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Alex said no. <laughs> Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Okay. You can bring one album to a deserted island. Which one would it be? Uh, Flaming Pie by Paul McCartney. Good well, answer. That's, wow. that's certainly Fire. acknowledged as the best Paul McCartney album. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's like, what? That one? <laughs> He's looking up to see if he made it. <laughs> Thank you, Jillian. We love you. Thank you. I love you guys so much. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Remember the Jillian Bell days? She's the She's best. The best. She She's rules. So fun. Love her. Go see the movie, guys. Right, right? now? Who's no, no? Well, wait on, until on, on Friday. Brittany runs a marathon. Yes, on Friday. Yeah, I've already seen Friday. it, but I will see it in a theater just to yeah. give them money. Yeah, go see it again. Yeah. Um, Allie's here. Time for our final look at what's happening on this Tuesday. By the way, Jillian also has a clothing company called mm-hmm. Neon oh, yeah. Witch. Um, called what? Neon Witch. Okay. And a lot of uh, the shirts um, are like about murder and stuff. They're just <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're great. They're great. <laughs> like one of the shirts is just a woman sleeping and then on the TV it just says murder shows <laughs> next to it. And then really cute pictures of like dolphins flying through the water with palm trees and then it just says anxiety underneath <laughs> or depression underneath. I feel like you could very well be a sister of hers. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> mind. They're a great family, you guys. Um, so I just got this email from Dave and there's just a sad frowny face. And I thought, okay, this is going to either be about some Instagram dog that's dead because that's what Dave... or something. Yeah. Things that he cares about that would make him sad. Well, I wasn't ready for this. Vanderpump Rules restaurant sued for allegedly causing patron to be hospitalized with extreme food poisoning. 
this is an exclusive um, from the blast. Here's the thing. This woman arrived in L.A. with her family for a vacation. The group made their way to Sir Restaurant, which is owned by Lisa Vanderpump from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, also Vanderpump Rules. According to the suit, after eating whitefish covered with an orange cream sauce, along with broccoli and potatoes, (laughs) one hour into eating her meal, her head suddenly whipped back causing her body to move forward as well as she felt a hot sensation rise from her stomach into her chest and then into her throat that she was unable to control. Her head came forward while vomit filled her mouth and she began vomiting profusely and then defecated through her clothing. Oh, wow. Wow, that's too much information. She was unable to stop vomiting or defecating as she kneeled on the floor that's when staff members came over and began throwing water on her. Too much information man. I'm sorry, they threw water on her? But did not offer any further assistance. You can't just hose a woman down that just pooed herself. And, like, what it, is happening? I, I mean, that, wa- is, that is charitable. It's just not the only thing to do. Correct. I will watch Vanderpump Rules if this is going to be on a very special episode. They called 911. She was taken on a stretcher out of the restaurant to Cedar sinai She spent three days in intensive care and a five-total day stay in the hospital before being cleared to fly home. So... Wow. That's not good, guys. That's uh that's not what you want. No. No. Agreed. So that made Dave sad. I'm completely stunned by this information. Is it a toilet baby? I don't know about that. Mm. Um here's the thing. I I've had food poisoning before, but usually it's a good, you know, maybe five, six hours later. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not that instantaneous. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. In the restaurant. In the restaurant. She it says in the lawsuit, according to the blast, an hour into the meal. That has that has to be like a severe like allergic reaction, right? Number one, I hope the blast does a video about this. Agreed, I do too. Absolutely. Uh, But also, I feel like I can get sick very fast from food during the meal, maybe an hour or two. Really? Yeah. Oh, if I eat cheese, yes, but that's an allergy. No, I think I can get sick from food. Wow. Really? Yeah, I know people think that's not possible, but I mean, clearly. There's that story. But it could also be she ate some, like a cream sauce. Maybe it had something in it that she, what? That she was allergic to. Yeah. That would explain it more than a food poisoning. Yeah, agree. Maybe. <laughs> Isn't that <Yeah>. creepy? <laughs> yes, sir, it is. Ooh. Well, Stephen Amell has found his first post-aero gig. Very much in his wheelhouse. The actor is signed on to Headline Heels. It's an eight-episode drama series on stars about the men and women who chase their dream in the world of small-town pro wrestling. He's such a weirdo genius. He loves him (laughs) some WWE. He's been on Raw. He's been on SummerSlam. He's all over the place. So Mm -hmm. this, it seems like his dream gig right there. There's some, he's been involved in some pretty cool matches, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't one against uh, Bad News Barrett guy? Wade Barrett, I believe so. And he did one against Christopher Daniels. It's very good. I've got some bad news for you. Isn't that him? Hasn't been around in a while, but yes. (laughs) No, I'm I'm excited you know who that is. (laughs) I know you like wrestling. I I liked him because he was super hot. They'd be like, uh, hey, how's it going? Well, do I have some bad news for you? And then he'd body slam them. Mm-hmm. Yes! Yes! That's yes. Danny Bryan. Yes! Love him. Yes! 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 What are you saying? Yes! Mm-hmm. Yes! Uh-huh. Keep going, man. What other yes. stories? 
Yes! What's your point? Yes! Oh, Jesus. Yes! What are you getting at? Yes! I'm at no yes! now. <laughs> yes! Yes! Okay. That's, yes! We got it. Yes! How much longer? <laughs> I'm like, do we have five more minutes? Yeah. I will say, though, when I was in Vegas this weekend, I did channel his wife, Brie Bella, and I did, after taking a shot, go, Brie mode! And no one knew what I was doing. <laughs> oh, and that's so sad. It was real You're so sad. excited, and then, oh, oh, no one got it. No one got it. you got to be kidding me. Guys, if you're Robert De Niro's assistant and you're making $300,000 in your salary, maybe work while you're there. Maybe don't binge watch, quote, astounding hours of Netflix at work. Maybe don't steal his frequent flyer miles. Maybe don't buy floral arrangements, lavish trips, iPhones, Uber rides, a Louis Vuitton handbag. The dude's already making 300 grand. Dog yeah. sitters. Yeah, this woman, um, wow, she had it pretty good and thought, I can uh, I can really pull one over on this guy. It's Robert De Niro. You don't She's think- a total loser. Well, He's got enough people like watching that could be like, something ain't right. Something's not adding up here. So, not a good situation. She has two vaginas. And she had two <laughs> vaginas. Which is kind of cool. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, a picture of Adam Brody and Rachel Bilson reunited at an airport. So they took a picture and everyone's like, <gasps> OC reboot. Because, of very, course. Th- the sweetest couple in the world. Oh, love them, didn't you? Yes. And when, you know, when people see people from a TV show that you love together, like Kevin thinks this every time that Courtney Cox and, and Rachel. Is there going to be a reunion? Rachel? Rachel? Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Rachel. When they're together, people are like, is there a reunion? Well, people immediately started writing underneath the post of their picture, what about a reunion? What about a reunion? So he said, yeah, totally returned to the show um, for so much money. So Adam Brody, why? Just why? Just let us give you money. We'd like an OC reboot. Now, in real life, Adam Brody is with Leighton Meester, right? Yes. And in real life, Rachel Bilson is with whom? She was with Hayden Christensen. Yes. And no longer is. No longer is. Okay. Yeah. So, Pascal, what's up? Great question, sir. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Jennifer Aniston, did you guys watch uh, the morning show trailer? I did. Holy it looks great. Looks really good. Yeah. Looks really, really it does good. Does look good. Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell. It's going to be on Apple TV. It's called The Morning Show. Twenty episode order of this. It's that's a huge order. Yeah, and wow. they are getting paid handsomely. It uh, looks so good. Watching it, I just couldn't believe that Aaron Sorkin wasn't involved because it had so much newsroom feel. And a lot of walking and talking. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks real good. By the way, you know that that's um, Brian Stetler, the guy from CNN? Yes. It's his book, Top of the Morning. Yes. Yeah. That's the background of the show. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I love newsy stuff, so I'm, I'm real excited. <laughs> We're going to have to buy another streaming service, it seems. Yes, it sounds yes. like it. Hmm. Yes! Okay. Yes! There's Tim Cook yes! right there. <laughs> All right, guys, some birthdays for you. We have got Robert Plant, Al Roker. I pooped my pants. 
He is also in the lawsuit against... <laughs> no. Amy Adams. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Andrew Garfield. And from Limp Biscuit, Mr. Fred Durst. Give it up for Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Thank you. That so was much, Jensen. Jensen. Thank you. <laughs> and that's what's happening. Thanks, Ellie. And you drive home today. Listen to Stryker and Klein in the commercial free uh, 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness. Be SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Excuse me. I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow morning on the Kevin and Bean Show, you called 911 for a lame reason. We're going to want to talk to you. Plus, we have passes for you for the Pasadena Daydream Festival, which is the Cure and Deftones and a whole bunch more. That's tomorrow morning. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. It's Tuesday somewhere, so you know what that means. It's Taco Tuesday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.